From the Financial Times in London, I'm Shona Jenkins and this is FT News. With a speed not often seen in the Bundestag, the German parliament has voted to legalise gay marriage. The vote followed an emotional debate and made Germany the 14th country in the European Union to grant equal rights to same-sex couples. Despite paving the way for the vote, German Chancellor Angela Merkel herself voted against the move. With me to discuss what the German approval for gay marriage might mean for the rights of the LGBT community in the region and across the world, I'm joined in the studio by the FT's Hugo Greenhalge. Hugo, just take us through the developments in the German parliament today. It's interesting, Shona, and thank you very much for inviting me on this afternoon. But it, it wasn't as, as an easy a vote as one would imagine. I'm mean, just looking at the numbers here. It was passed by 393 votes to 226 against with four abstentions. And the fact that Angela Merkel herself voted against it means that it doesn't really have the popular groundswell of opinion, a public opinion, that you might think. I mean, if you look across the rest of Europe, Ireland had a kind of similar public referendum vote on whether uh, gay marriage should be legalised. And that won by a landslide. So did, so did Italy. But there were still some pockets of deep conservatism, uh, not just around the world, but also in our backyard, in Europe itself. So why did Chancellor Merkel move on the issue in the first place if she herself was personally opposed to it? Was it a political tactic? Was it the fact that she thought uh, that this is the way the wind was blowing, so an astute political move? Possibly, but at the same time, again, she stuck to her principles. There's one quote I was looking at uh, in relation to this, and it's from somebody who, uh, who's a board member of the Lesbian and Gay Federation in Germany itself, uh, who attended the parliamentary debates. And Axel Hochrein said that this is perhaps part of her religious education, he said. It's, I think it's more honest of her to say than to say yes. In the end, she fought for a long time against it and always argued it was in her feelings. And this was a feelings decision. It's her decision. And very, very religiously motivated, very, really uh, conservative, but I think quite indicative of the older generation in particular. I very much doubt that any member of the younger generation in Germany or in neighbouring countries would have even blinked at voting for gay marriage. Now, you've mentioned a couple of other examples. Does the German approval echo a wider trend in Europe? Is there greater support for gay rights in other countries? It's interesting. It, it's certainly in Western Europe, absolutely. But there's a certain growing polarisation between West and East. Countries such as Russia or Moldova or Belarus, for example, all moving backwards in terms of not just gay rights, but also human rights as well. Uh, again, that kind of deep religiously based uh, conservatism has certainly become part of the political fundament uh, in, in these countries. Whereas in Western Europe, I think it's only a matter of time before the dominoes fall and and pure equality for gays, straights, whomever, uh, will be achieved. Now, gay rights have become an issue in the UK Parliament in the last few weeks, as after our general election, we had a weakened Theresa May making an alliance with the Democratic Unionist Party, which is from Northern Ireland and is very socially conservative and is implacably opposed to gay rights in general. What can you say about that? I think it's fascinating. You and I are sitting here in London uh, discussing what's happening in Germany. We're in our own backyard, in, in part of our country. Uh, you know, gay rights are still in the 1950s. I mean, the Democratic Unionist Party was founded by Ian Paisley in 1971, rather. And in 1977, uh, he founded what was called Save Ulster from Sodomy. And that will just give you a certain kind of tone of the campaign and the tone of the, the party that still continues 40 years later. This is a party, as you said, which is implacably opposed to gay rights, even to the extent of wanting to kind of recriminalise it. But certainly as a bargaining tool, I know that certain elements of the Scottish uh, Conservative Party, for example, were very, very concerned 
concerned about uh, UK's very good track record on gay rights going backwards if the, the Conservative government will be to be propped up by the DUP. And, and frankly, I find it absolutely disturbing that this government is going to be propped up by some very homophobic elements. And these people will have an actual say in how, well, not just how this co- country is governed, but also how in terms of how human rights are rolled out in the future. It's very disturbing development. This looks like an issue that is likely to divide Europe for some time to come. Thank you for joining us, Hugo. I'm Shona Jenkins, and this is FT News. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.